This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Michelle Cobb has been co-piloting this with me for the entire week, and we're bringing it in for a landing, Michelle. Where are we going? Remarkably Bright Creatures, a novel by Shelby Van Pelt, read by Marin Ireland and Michael Urie. Ah, well, this has gotten a lot of buzz. It has, and it's well-deserved. It's a debut novel. And it does have a little bit of economic divide in here with our theme. (laughs) But this is the kind of novel that I love to jump into with no information. What you need to know is it's a tale about characters. And our main human character, that's important, Tova, cleans at an aquarium and forms a connection with Marcellus, a giant octopus who roams outside his tank most nights. Oh, she's suffering from sadness due to her son Eric's disappearance years before. And she is in a community and that really helps hold her together. So Marin, of course, is playing the human perspective and she's introducing us to people from the area that kept me interested to hear if or how they came together plot wise. Felt like a lot of random people were being thrown at you at the start. And there are some enjoyable offshoots, I would say. I particularly enjoyed a Scottish shop owner and Tova's very memorable interactions with her friends, the Nitwits, because they used to knit together and they're hilariously performed. It almost made me want a whole nother book about just them. <laughs> I have a question. So Marin, is she really the narrator for the whole book or does it switch out when she's at the aquarium, for example? So there are chapters from the octopus's perspective. And then Michael Yuri is a very snarky octopus. Oh, good. So... I'm glad. I mean, I'd hate to be captive in a tank for all my life, wouldn't you? Absolutely. And yeah. he deals with that, but he's got this really fun tone. I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to look at him again without seeing an octopus. <laughs> Okay, so what are we going to hear now for our excerpt? Are we hearing our octopus or are we hearing Tova or are we hearing both? So Tova is with her friend, the Nitwits, and she has had a recent encounter with Marcellus, and there are some repercussions from that. Okay, this is Remarkably Bright Creatures, a novel. It's by Shelby Van Pelt, and it's read by Marin Ireland and Michael Urey. I don't need a doctor, Tova forces a weak smile. It was a minor incident at work. At work? An incident? What happened? 
Tova draws in a breath. She can still feel the tentacle wrapped around her wrist. The spots had faded overnight, but they remained dark enough to see plainly. She tugs her sleeve down again. Should she tell them? A mishap with some of the cleaning equipment, she finally says. Around the table, three pairs of eyes narrow at her. Marianne wipes an imaginary spot from the tabletop with one of her tea towels. That job of yours, Tova. Last time I was down at the aquarium, I nearly lost my lunch from the smell. How do you manage? Tova takes a chocolate chip cookie from the platter Marianne set out earlier. Marianne warms the cookies in the oven before the ladies arrive. One can't have tea, she always comments, without something homemade to nibble on. The cookies came from a package Marianne bought at Shopway. All of the nitwits know this. They sound like friends who it would just be so good to have. Yes. I, and I agree with cookies and tea. <laughs> Absolutely. It doesn't Marin do a great job of you know sliding between them and giving you a very fleshed out picture of characters that you've only heard a few words from. It was interesting because when she started, you know, she's starting as the narrator and she's starting with her voice. And I was thinking, wait, wait, isn't Tova supposed to be 70? Aren't these people supposed to be older? And then she goes into Tova's voice and she just ages it so beautifully. Yes, it's it's those skills. I mean, we have really been lucky this week that we've been talking about so many beautifully skilled narrators and it's those little tiny things that you really find that they can do in a way that makes them just stand out and make some of these books so amazing to listen to. Okay, you had a good week. Bravo. I like this week. Thanks so much, Michelle. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio, which publishes titles for all ages. Find out where at oasisaudio.com. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart. Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Sandy Henschel, and Alan Mintzkoff are contributors. Jennifer Dell is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads, Four Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening.